Hello, listeners of Take Talks Business Podcast. Thank you for joining me again for another episode. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Mike. Is it Acrop? It's Acrop. Yes, perfect. Acrop. See, I got it right. Uh, Mike is the president and COO of Lisa. Um, and if you're not already familiar with Lisa, um, it is an innovative uh, mattress uh, company that. Um, I think it'd almost be hard not to know them at this point, especially if you're from the 757 and in particular Virginia Beach. But, uh, but Mike, I'll, I'll let you jump in with an intro of your own and a little bit of history. But uh, as, a, as a native of, of the 757 and Virginia Beach in particular, it's been great to watch Lisa grow and, and really take off on, on a national and international scale. Well, I really appreciate that. Appreciate that, Tag, and thanks very much for, uh, for having me today. Uh, it's been great. You know, I, I've been with Lisa now, you know, almost two years, uh, and it's it's really flown by. And um, you know, Lisa, Lisa's just a different type of company, and that's what attracted uh, you know myself and my wife here. You know, and we had uh, actually were living in New York City, believe it or not. Um, and I was, uh, you know, I've been in e-commerce retail for about fifteen years now, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, spent about 10 years with Zappos.com, um, heading their finance organization, uh, and did that for about 10 years based out in Las Vegas. And then, uh, you know, had the opportunity to move to New York uh, to work for another startup. So from, from selling shoes and clothing online to, to selling cars online, believe it or not. And so from, uh, from Las Vegas to New York City, and, uh, you know, candidly, uh, you know, we didn't, you know, really consider Virginia Beach, um, you know, an option, had never really thought about it. But what you said, you know, it was about the company. You know, I started talking to, uh, uh, you know, some of the founders and, and some of the people in the board of directors, and they said, why don't you come down, come down and visit and, uh, and see what you think. And uh, you know, it pretty much had me at that point. You know, I think I, think I flew in from LaGuardia <laughs> that day. And if you've <laughs> ever been through there, you kind of know what that's like. And then, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the initial impression when you, when you go into Norfolk uh, Airport is uh, it almost looks like a park. And so I'm like, this, this, this could be really interesting. And, uh, you know, just, just getting a chance, uh, my initial impressions of just the 757 in the community, uh, my, you know, my wife and I both agreed, you know, this, this, this is a really neat place and a great sense of community. So that, that drew us in. And then, of course, the deeper I got into the Lisa story, uh, and Lisa was about four, three to four years old at that point, mm -hmm. um, the more passionate I got about it. And so it, it's an e-commerce company, like you said, um, but it also has a much deeper mission. And that's ultimately what, what attracted me to it. Gotcha. And, um, and I think for, for some of us, it is kind of hard to remember that Lisa is as, as young a company as it is. Um, I think sometimes when you grow up or a company grows up within a community, it, it kind of feels like they've been around a lot longer than they have. Um, and to that point, can you give us a little bit of history about Lisa and, and for those in the community that maybe aren't familiar with it, kind of how they got started and, and what was the catalyst for uh, kind of the, the innovative business model that they, that they started with? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, our, our founding team was uh, in the Virginia Beach area. So it was, it was a group, uh, you know, a group of folks, uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, our, our, one of our co-founders, Jamie Diamondstein, was in the mattress business for, for, for over 30 years. David Wolf, uh, another co-founder, was an entrepreneur. Um, you know, this was one category that really hadn't been disrupted the way others were. 
uh, buying a mattress meant that experience where you had to, you know, go into a showroom, um, lay down on a mattress, and then in 10 minutes make a decision on something you're going to be sleeping on for the next uh, eight or nine years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, how do we democratize this process? How do we make it uh, available like any other product? And so they had the idea, you know, let's go to direct to consumer. And, and at the time, there were only one or two others that were really, really doing this. Mm. Now you look at the space, there's 175 competitors uh, you wow. know, in the space, roughly. But at the time, it was novel and it was really about controlling the customer experience. You know, how do we design and build a product? How do we deliver it to your door? How do we control the customer experience from beginning to end and do it uh, in a great fashion where it's, there's no pressure? You know, there's a 100-day risk-free trial, 10-year um, warranty, and, and just really make it seamless to the consumer, you know, like any other product. And, and so that was the impetus behind uh, the direct-to-consumer model. And then in terms of, you know, you know, why, why Virginia Beach? And I, and I think it, you know, it became apparent, you know, as we started working with local uh, business, uh, you know, our business partners and, uh, and, and vendors, and as we were able to attract talent, um, you know, certainly Silicon Valley and those places are great, you know, they're great places for startups. Uh, but I think our founders felt passionate that, you know, we could build something, something pretty special on the oceanfront. And so there was this commitment to, to stay within Virginia Beach and then, you know, recruit talent as necessary. And, um, you know, I, I still consider us a startup. We're a little over five years old, um, but I just like the mentality. Uh, I think it, uh, you know, there's a scrappiness to always uh, kind of being that underdog. And even though we've had, you know, a lot of success, um, there's something about that, uh, that startup mentality that it's, it's pretty hard to replicate. And especially in this changing world. Um, you know, of retail and sales, you know, it, you, you have to be flexible and nimble. Yeah. And well, and that's true. I mean, there are only so many companies like that, that on your, on your first visit to the shop, you're, you're that close to the ocean front. I mean, there could be worse things to use as a, as a uh, human resources uh, recruiting tool. So, yeah, they, they, they um, put me up in a hotel right on the ocean front uh, at, at a beautiful time <laughs> of year. And, you know, again, come, you know, I, I think they sold me from, uh, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the and and one of the things that's been interesting, you you talk about uh, the transition from a startup with only really two other competitors in the market at the time, uh, and when you consider we're only talking about a five-year period, that there are now 175 competitors out there. How has Lisa transitioned or pivoted? So is to kind of stay ahead of that curve during what is a really quick turnaround when you're when you think about the amount of competitors that jumped into that market. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's one of the big challenges of this category. <clears throat> you know, how do you differentiate? And, you know, I think we've been able to do it in a, in a few different ways. One is really the product itself. And, you know, there's other certainly very good mattress, you know, companies and direct to consumer companies out there. Um, but, but, you know, quite frankly, there are some that, you know, they're, they're, they're basically digital marketing companies and, and they don't put the thought and effort into the product the way we do. And again, we, you know, our chief product officer has over 30 years in the business and the amount of time and effort and energy and testing that goes into each of our mattresses is, is really exceptional. And I know I'm biased when I say it's the, it's the best mattress I've ever slept on, <laughs> but I'll say it anyways. Um, but, you know, at the heart of it, it's, it's, it's truly a great product. And, you know, how can we deliver a great product at a great value? 
you know, how can you, uh, you know, you know, buy something where you don't have to go in and spend thousands of dollars, which you, you know, typically would have had to, you know, to, to do to be, and get a product of that, uh, of that quality. So one is, you know, uh, you know, you have to have a great product. Customer service, we have to differentiate that way. So we control everything. Our customer service team is located in Virginia Beach. You know, they do a great job. So we try and control that process from beginning to end. Uh, and then I think, you know, you know, really the third leg and, and probably the most important is uh, our, our social mission, you know, and, and that's embedded in our DNA. And, you know, at least as a certified B Corp. Um, and what that means is, you know, we're, we're held to the uh, highest standards regarding social and environmental responsibility and transparency. Um, and, and, and again, you asked me initially, you know, why was I attracted to Lisa? Well, you know, there's a lot of companies with really good business models. Uh, there's far fewer companies that really stand for something. And to me, Lisa really stands for something. Uh, and, and that all leads into, you know, to our one good bed promise. And, and, and it's great to know that for every, uh, every mattress that is, uh, for every 10 mattresses that are sold, we donate uh, a mattress to someone in need and uh, really committed to donating mattresses to children in need. And, and so just knowing that every time someone buys a bed on Lisa, you're helping someone who normally would not have the opportunity to, to have a place to sleep at night or a bed to sleep on. And so, you know, ultimately, you know, it is who we are. And I think, it, you know, it helps us differentiate us in this very crowded space. But to put that in perspective, we, we've donated uh, close to 40,000 beds to date wow. uh, through uh, a thousand different, roughly a thousand different giving partners. You know, so across the country, both here, you know, in the in the Hampton Roads area, uh, but nationally as well. You know, as we work with companies like uh, and uh, organizations such as Covenant House and the Bowery Mission and Salvation Army, to name a few. Um, but you know, that's again, it started from day one. Um, so certainly, you know, pre predated me. And our founders were just passionate about uh, drawing, uh, you know, planting their flag on on giving back. And so you could almost say that uh, the mission drove everything else. But, um, you know, whether, you know, we were going to be profitable from the start or not, one thing that wouldn't waver was our commitment to, to donate mattresses and help those in need. And so they just felt like this, uh, this was table stakes uh, for us and uh, everything else would be built around it. So really credit the founding team uh, again from day one, which is why I say, you know, this is part of our DNA. Um, we do what we can to give back. Um, but uh, we'll continue to donate. Um, you know, it, it's, it's who we are. That's wonderful. It's, it is a, a wonderful, wonderful program you all have. Um, so speaking about kind of how you've pivoted through the marketplace, we're at a time right now where I, I try not to spend too much time sometimes with these podcasts because obviously uh, to a certain extent, at some point, they're going to be dated, and hopefully we won't be looking at, at the, the constant headlines of, of COVID, but it is something that we're dealing with, and, and as I've spoken to a lot of our business leaders over the last uh, four to five weeks, um, it, it's hard not to at least acknowledge that it is part of how we're having to manage our business right now. Um, so have you seen with your team... Um, any major shifts in how you're going about doing business, things that you've been able to adapt to? Absolutely. Um, you know, our, our online business, you know, has been, has been pretty healthy. Um, of course, you know, we, we, we partner with certain select, uh, you know, retail uh, partners. And of course, with store closings, you know, it's been devastating to those business businesses. Um, but given the uncertain times and the demand for hospital equipment, you know, you know, we, we internally said, you know, what is it that we do best? 
and and the answer was was fairly simple. It's it's supporting with mattresses. And all of a sudden, as you know, throughout the country, there was this shortage, uh, uh, you know, for for hospital beds. And so uh, our our chief product officer, really in about a week's time, designed a bed that could be made for this purpose. So we worked with our supply chain and we worked with a couple of really great suppliers. You know, we designed the mattress, they build the beds, you know, and and the beds are are made to order. Uh, But we pivoted our mattress production. And, um, you know, we focused on making uh, specialized hospital bed kits uh, during this time. And so um, we, we partnered with Sentara Healthcare. They, they, uh, uh, they've been just a fantastic partner. And together, um, you know, we asked, what do they need? And, and, uh, and really it came down to, well, they need mattresses, uh, they need bed frames, uh, a mattress protector, a pillow. And, uh, you know, and we sell those products. Um, and then they said, they, you know, people are having difficulty breathing, you know, with, uh, with the COVID. And so is there a way we can uh, somehow come up with a wedge type product to elevate people? And again, our chief product officer, you know, worked on, on uh, creating a wedge in a, in a couple days time, uh, a foam wedge. And so now we bundle these five products together and we have a supplemental bed kit. And, uh, you know, we're proud to say that we've already delivered 4,000 bed kits to, to Sentara and other organizations, uh, you know, throughout uh, the country. And, you know, as a certified B Corporation, we're, we're committed to continuing that effort. And so, you know, you know, if any state or government or local hospital, and we're continuing to work with them, but if they need them, we're there, we're there and our supply chain is ready to, to deliver. And so, you know, it's, it's been great partnering with someone like uh, Sentara. Um, and, and again, you know, if, if there's anyone out there who, who knows of a hospital or agency that needs a, 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 you know, a bed kit, all they have to do is met, uh, uh, email together at lisa.com. Okay. And, and our team is ready and, uh, and standing by. But, uh, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's obviously been a challenging time. Um, we make a little bit of margin on this uh, product just so we can, uh, you know, develop uh, and, and pay for the, the cost of these products. Uh, but it really is about helping those, uh, the providers uh, and, and those in need, uh, you know, across the country as they, as they go through this, you know, extremely, extremely challenging time. Yeah. Well, and for all of its downside, that is one thing for those of us in the business community and, and, and I've, I, I'm very lucky in that the position I hold allows me to connect with so many, such a diverse group of businesses throughout the Hampton Roads community, the 757, um, throughout all of Virginia for that matter. And watching businesses pivot during this time uh, can just be overwhelming to a certain extent. The, the, the fluidity and the speed with which certain companies have been able to adapt during this is just been amazing. And, and while there, there's a lot that's not good about a situation like this, uh, it does make you realize that the, the entrepreneurship, the innovation um, that exists within the business community is just shocking. And, and I, I love that uh, the technology and, and the, uh, the, the speed with which we can communicate now allows us to be uh, so nimble in many ways. Um, and it's great to see companies like Lisa be able to take that and just run with it, um, it, it, it with things that I think in the past would have taken months, if not years, sometimes to develop. And people are doing it in, in literally matters of days and weeks. So yeah. it's, it's great to see. You're absolutely right. And, and even one step further, you know, we're all working virtually now. 
And so, every, you know, every morning we have our 9 a.m., uh, we'll call it a stand-up, uh, but it's a Zoom, you know, Zoom meeting with the entire company. And really this initiative, uh, every morning it was like, uh, hey guys, you know, how, how can we brainstorm? How can we uh, deliver more bed kits? Uh, and so the whole company really, uh, really embraced it. And, uh, and it's still, you know, a topic in our, in our daily discussions. Um, but in, in, a, in a strange way, you're right. Uh, it, it's uh, even though we're all uh, working remotely and we see each other on screens and there's not that, you know, kind of human interaction, somehow everybody's been able to work together and work very quickly. And uh, it, it's, it's just great to see that we can still, you know, function and work and, and deliver what we need to, even though we're not, you know, standing across from each other. Um, and then to your point about good karma, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. This, um, you know, in, in times like, like this, when, um, when there's not a whole lot of good news in the world, um, just, you know, seeing the, you know, the best in people is just, you know, really inspiring. And uh, we asked, you know, Sentero, you know, what else can we do for you? And, and like any provider, uh, they said, well, do you have any, uh, do you have any masks? You know, everybody <laughs> is, so, uh, is so short on PPE. Yeah. And we said, well, well, we don't make masks. You know, it's not, it's not our business, but let, let's see. Let's see what we can do. And so uh, through our contacts, we were able to source um, uh, 20,095 masks. Uh, wow. And then, you know, just, just uh, in the spirit of good partnership, we, we, we just donated them to Sentara. Uh, and so, wow. again, just a, just a great partnership. And, uh, you know, we're playing a small part uh, in, in this whole thing. But, you know, whatever part we can play, we're, we're certainly happy to be, uh, you know, a, a small piece of it. Um, and with great partners, you know, like Sentara and the Hampton Roads community, you know, I feel like we just have a, have a really good chance to do some good for the world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, that is the one thing that I do love about living in the 757 is that we, we are not the biggest of cities. Um, uh, we're made up of 17 different municipalities, but as a community, we are, we are one of the most giving communities I think I've ever been a part of having grown up as a Navy brat and getting to experience it throughout the country and, and to see the, the, uh, the way this community responds to things is is just overwhelming at times. So we're, I count my blessings that we're we're all a part of it. Um, well, before we wrap up, um, I wanted to to kind of get an idea. Um, obviously, the the current circumstances have, have kind of uh, uh, sent us off in slightly different directions. But but what do you see kind of in the future when we do get to back to some sort of norm? as kind of the future for Lisa moving forward? Well, yeah, it's, it's a great question. I think everybody's you know, kind of wondering what is the future of both retail and online? And I think to that latter point, you know, we've seen the strong shift to, to digital and we're a digitally native brand. And, you know, so, you know, uh, you know, 75% of our sales are still made online. Again, we work with uh, select retail partners. And so I further see that shift to, to the online world. And, you know, as consumers get more comfortable with this model, and I think more and more people have probably, even those who had never really kind of embraced online shopping before, by necessity, over the last, you know, couple months, I, I think you know, people are now you know, no, no different than the fact that all of us seem to be very comfortable using Zoom now. You know, it's just a different, different world. And I, and I see that transformation and, and continued shift, um, you know, over to, over to the online space, which is our expertise, you know, we're being a digitally native brand. So, you know, retail, I think it'll look a little bit differently. I, I know some stores will be opening up, but I think even those traditional retailers, you know, developing their online presence, uh, and that's where we can, can lend a hand. 
So, you know, I, I think the future looks, you know, really, really bright, uh, you know, for Lisa, you know, in particular, um, you know, as we continue to grow our brand, uh, continue to innovate, um, which you have to do. And I think one of the great things about, you know, still being a startup and, and, and uh, being a relatively small company is that we're scrappy and, and nimble um, and you always have to be innovating. And so through new products and uh, through our mission, I, I feel like we're, you know, our best days are ahead of us. Gotcha. Well, um, and I want to wrap up to make sure we give our listeners an opportunity to know how to connect with you. But I, I did want to throw out a, a fun story that I read. Um, and I, I don't remember where I even saw the story, but it had to do with the logo um, and how that came about. Because um, it's kind of a fun, uh, just off the wall uh, idea that, that kind of makes you realize sometimes it's about uh, massive amounts of creativity and having all these great minds in the room. And then other times it's just simply somebody just does something and it, and it all falls into place. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. And so one of our, uh, one of our founders uh, had a friend, uh, it, her name is Lisa, uh, but spelled, you know, L-E-E-S-A. Uh, so maybe not the, not the, the traditional spelling. And, uh, and again, this predated me, but, uh, you know, the founders were around and they were trying to draw out designs, you know, what does the, uh, what should the logo be? How should we brand ourselves? And uh, the, one of the designers in the group kind of drew an L, um, but extended the L. Um, all the way across the name Lisa, and it just kind of happened to look like a bed. <laughs> and so uh, when you look at our logo, it's that same design. The L kind of looks like the bed frame, and then the Lisa, the EESA is, is, is uh, right in there. And so, you know, we didn't pay, you know, multi-million dollar uh, agency for, for branding. It was developed in-house and probably through the simplest of means, um, but that's still the brand you'll see if you go to lisa.com today. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. As a as a, a marketing guy for a lot of my career, that that was always been one of my favorite stories. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Well, like I said, before we we say goodbye to everyone, could you uh, could you just make sure you let everyone know how the best way to uh, to connect with Lisa, um, not only about the product itself, but to learn a little bit about the one good bed promise as well. Absolutely. The very best way is to go to lisa.com and uh, you'll see on, on our website, our entire story, uh, our mission, uh, our giving partners, um, and you know, of course our products, but that's the absolute best way. And, and because we love speaking with our customers, we plaster our phone number right on that top page. So you don't have to hunt and find it. Um, you know, and then we also, you, you can live chat with us at any time. So uh, through, through those means, you know, certainly the best way. And, and I also wanted to, to, to just put out there for those uh, folks on the front lines, you know, the essential workers out there, both healthcare providers, uh, those who are deemed essential, you know, grocery workers on the front line, you know, we, we are offering them, you know, special pricing on our, on our products. And so if they go in and, uh, and they call the call center number listed on the screen, um, We'll, we'll certainly, you know, work with them to, uh, to, to provide a, you know, a, a better deal. And so I just wanted to put that out there as we think first and foremost about those who are risking their lives every day. Wonderful. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate your partnership and all that you and your team are doing here in, in the 757 and, and uh, best of luck to, to your entire team as we continue to work through this. And, and I look forward to seeing a uh, great success uh, in the future and, Thank you for coming on Tag Talks today. Well, Tag, uh, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me and, uh, you know, really appreciate the conversation and, uh, you know, looking forward to, to, to the future. All the best. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners of Tag Talks. We'll catch you on the next episode.
Yeah, I'm not sure you know, man.